Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse and a certified labor doula who is expecting my first baby this September. This podcast is created to inform and empower every woman on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me here every Monday at 9 a.m. as we dive into all things prenatal, birth, postpartum, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. In this episode, Blair is coming on the podcast to share her second birth story. Blair actually just shared her first birth story in episode 72 of the podcast, which aired on August 16th. So you can go back and listen to that. But her first birth was with her son, Asher. She had a home birth. He is now 11 months old. So pretty quick turnaround because now Blair is already back three weeks postpartum to share her second birth where she actually decided to have a birth center birth. So let's jump into this episode with Blair. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bump. Today we have Blair back on the podcast to share her second birth story. So if you guys go back and listen to episode 72 that aired on August 16th, you will be able to hear Blair's first birth story. But thank you for coming on the podcast, Blair. And thank you for just being here and sharing your second birth with us also. Thanks for having me again. I'm I'm back, hopefully not for a third time for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> so starting off, tell me a little bit about your family and how you met your partner again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, my husband, Mark, and I actually met in middle school at youth group. Um, he was my first boyfriend, my first kiss under wraps because at the time my parents were not too keen on me being in a relationship. But then again, I was like 12. (laughs) So um, it wasn't actually dating. We texted a lot, but um, we lost touch for a little while and then reconnected when I was a sophomore in in college. And um, we just knew. And nine months later, we were engaged. And then a a whole year later, we got married. Um, And then in 2020, we had our son, Asher. Um, He turns a year on the 21st. So it's really cool that his birth stories kind of airing right before his birthday. So that's yes. cute. Um, and then just three weeks ago, we had our other son, James Shepard. Um, so they're 11 months apart. That was a little bit of a shock, but at, now that we're in it, we love it. Like it's so fun having two boys so close together. Yes. I did not, I, I did not realize how close they were that it's probably chaotic in itself, but also amazing. <laughs> yes, it really is. So before we dive into your second pregnancy, tell me a little bit about, and you said Asher is your first one, correct? Yes. Tell me a little bit about your birth with Asher. If you just want to kind of recap that, like I said, go back, listen to episode 72 to get really the nitty gritty, but um, give us like a quick couple minute recap of Asher's birth. Yeah. So Asher actually came a week early. He came a week before his due date. um, And I had no prodromal labor no signs of labor. So I really thought that I was going to go late because I wasn't even experiencing any like dilation or anything like that. Um, but then I woke up on a Thursday, early, early Thursday morning and labor was hard and fast. I labored for 24 hours with Asher. Um, and my contraction started at two minutes apart, um, lasting for like 40 seconds to a minute. And it stayed that way for like 12 hours and then it ramped up. So I was in the thick of it from the beginning. I had horrible back labor um, and he, I dilated super slow at the beginning. It took me hours to dilate. Um, But then once I hit seven, eight centimeters, I got in the pool um, and then I was in the pool for a couple hours. And after two and a half hours of pushing, it was exhausting. Um, Asher was born 
Um, and everything after that was super smooth. I had a good postpartum recovery with him. I didn't um, bleed for too long. I felt good. I was exhausted though. Like it literally felt like I was hit by a truck mm-hmm. and ran a marathon, like all in the same day. Yes. <laughs> um, so his birth experience and James Shepard's story, which I'm about to share, could not have been more different. Um, my water didn't break with Asher till I was eight centimeters in the pool and pushing. So it just like, the whole thing was so crazy. <laughs> yes. And remind me, Asher yeah. was born at home, correct? Yes. He was a home okay. birth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Awesome. So tell me now about finding out you're pregnant with James. Yeah. So I was like six, seven weeks. Actually, I think it was eight weeks postpartum when I finally took the pregnancy test. I was noticing that like, I thought I had had a period, but then I was like, I don't know, maybe that was just more like postpartum bleeding. So I thought it was postpartum bleeding. And then like two, three weeks after that, my face broke out in a ton of acne and I have really fair skin. So that's not really something I struggle with. And that was my first sign that I was pregnant with my son, Asher was when I broke out with a ton of acne. I was like, what's going on? Took a pregnancy test. It was positive. So I'm standing in my bathroom and I'm covered in acne. And I was like, there's no way I sat down and I took a test and it was positive. And I, it was so funny because I, it's so stupid, but like I Googled, I was like, can a pregnancy test be positive? Like and not be pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And not be pregnant. Like, is there still like HCG in my body? I'm like, going to say I no on like, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like hopeful, wishful thinking at the time. Cause I was like, I don't know how I can be pregnant and take care of a baby. Like what? Because I had horrible uh, morning sickness with Asher. And so I was like, how am I going to like lay in bed and throw up all day, but also have a newborn. Um, but found out I was pregnant, told my husband, we honestly just laughed. Like we weren't angry or upset because we like knew we wanted a bunch of kids close together. And it was just one of those things where it's like, you just have to laugh about it. Cause like it's happening. Yeah. You so. can't change it. Yeah, exactly. So we were excited and it was just funny. And we told all of our family at Thanksgiving that year and everyone just was like laughing. I mean, like everyone's just like, this is the coolest thing, but wow. Okay. <laughs> um, and knowing that they'd be 11 months apart, but thankfully like my like start of pregnancy was not bad. I did have morning sickness, but it wasn't horrible. Um, and Asher was a really good baby. So it kind of just like balanced out. Um, it wasn't until much later, like when he was becoming more mobile and I was becoming less mobile (laughs) (laughs) that it started to get really hard. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So kind of take me through your pregnancy. I know you said the beginning, you know, Asher was a great baby. Wasn't too bad. Did you have any like big bumps in the road? I know of course, you know, chasing, chasing Asher around was probably a little bit difficult as you went on, but just kind of in general, how was your second pregnancy? I think overall, I enjoyed my second pregnancy a lot more because I knew what to expect. And a lot of those like first time mom fears were not there anymore. I was just kind of like, you know what, like, this is just part of it. And I, and because I was so busy with Asher, I wasn't laying around like, I haven't felt the baby move in an hour. Like, you know, like all of that, like first time mom anxiety, (laughs) just, yeah, exactly. Like it just wasn't there. And most days, like, especially at the beginning, I legitimately would forget I was pregnant because I was just like doing the mom thing, like first time mom thing, like going through the routine every single day, nap time, feeding, burping, like all of that. Um, And so 
for a while, I just kind of was like, oh yeah, like I'm pregnant too. And that's weird. <laughs> it wasn't until like the baby obviously started getting bigger. My bum started getting bigger that like cuddling with Asher was a little different and I was getting really tired. <laughs> and so my nap time was also his nap time, you know, things like that. Like um, just kind of syncing up my schedule that way. And also though, trying to be like, intentional because I was so focused on Asher I was like I have not like prepared we haven't talked about names like we literally <laughs> were just like so in the like first time parent thing um but it was a good pregnancy I think overall I felt pretty good it wasn't until like really the last I would say month and a half that it got really hard because Asher of course like at that time he's a 10 month old so mm -hmm. he's crawling pulling up on furniture and he is now almost walking so he is like super mobile and he is a go 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 personality like he is zero to 100 until he goes to bed mm -hmm. um and so it was really hard because he wants to just like run around the house and crawl around the house and get into everything and getting up and picking him up and bending down and picking him up like yeah. was so hard like it really like emotionally it was hard and then the mom guilt felt you know kicked in I'm like I can't play with you the way you want me to um but he really like was a trooper about it we bought one of those big like play pen things that looks like a giant pack and play and that helped a lot because then like he couldn't just like run to the kitchen and get into stuff you know I could go to the bathroom <laughs> if I right. needed to um so Overall, though, I think that was just like the hardest thing was just like really just not being mobile, like squatting and stuff. Um, my pelvic floor was nothing because I had no <laughs> recovery period between babies. So if I need to go to the bathroom, it was like, I got to go now. <laughs> right. And did you still did you breastfeed Asher still while you were pregnant? I actually with Asher was not able to breastfeed. It was okay. the craziest thing this time around. I've had a much different journey. Um, but with Asher, my supply never came in. Like we were working with a lactation consultant. I was doing everything. Like he was on my boob all day, like for days, um, taking all the supplements, trying all of the lactation teas. And I never produced more than an ounce. It was okay. just like the weirdest thing. Yeah. So we were on formula pretty quickly okay. after that. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. tell me about what you were planning for this birth. Was it kind of the same yeah. home birth or were you planning something totally different? Yeah. So we wanted to do a home birth again, cause we really love that experience, but we very last minute, it was in April that we decided we needed to move and we wanted to move closer to my parents. Cause we were like, we're going to have two boys two under two, like I need my mom. <laughs> and so we decided we were going to move. And because of that, we weren't sure where in the moving process we were going to be because the housing market is crazy. Yes. We didn't know, like, will we get in something immediately? Or like, are we going to be basically like homeless living with my parents until right up until the baby's born? So because of that, we decided to go to a birth center. So we got set up at the birth center in Statesville. Um, and that was just like a huge relief because it was going to be a home birth like experience, but like not surrounded by boxes or in the middle of a move or in my parents' guest room. So <laughs> it definitely was like the best of both worlds. Um, as far as like our plan, I was a little disappointed. I, we loved our home birth midwife so much that it was like, 
such a bummer to tell her like we're not gonna do it this time around but next time like <laughs> we'll be there but right yeah okay awesome and how did you go into labor yeah so with this pregnancy I did some things pretty different this pregnancy I think also with Asher like first time mom there's so much information out there that like I did not do a great job like doing research like early on in pregnancy for like how to have a better labor experience it with Asher it wasn't until like I was basically 36 weeks pregnant that I started hearing about things like red raspberry leaf tea and dates and like all those things and so I think I started those too late and I also didn't really know like how much should I be taking I just heard about it and just kind of was like haphazardly doing it so this time around knowing all those things and researching a ton more I approached the whole birth differently. It's more daunting, I think, knowing what to expect than not knowing what to expect because you know how painful it gets. So you're like walking into this experience where you're like, man, I know how bad this can get. <laughs> but um, this time around, I did chiropractic care, which any mom pregnant expecting moms like do it. It was the best experience ever. Um, I did chiropractic care. And then red raspberry leaf tea, I did the dates. I was chugging red raspberry leaf tea and taking the capsules like it was my job. Like, I don't even want to know the amount of milligrams of red raspberry leaf tea I ingested. Like, it was kind of an insane amount. Like, I was, so. I was, yeah, I was just determined, like, this is going to help because I just did not want to experience back labor the same way. But um, basically, I had prodromal labor for like three weeks it was awful. Like every, every night around like two to 3am, I would start to get these contractions. They weren't Braxton Hicks. They were definitely contractions and they'd get really intense and they'd start to get closer together and then it'd stop. Mm -hmm. And then I would feel nothing for the whole next day, sometimes two days. And that happened like five or six times over like the course of three weeks. So just a million false alarms. Like every single one, I just was like, Oh, it's happening. No, it's not. And so I felt like the girl who cried wolf because then none of the family was believing me. And they're all kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I, I was just getting kind of more and more irritable because I was like, get this baby out of me. Like I'm done. Like we're, I'm over this. Um, and so it wasn't until three days before my due date. Um, I woke up to go to the bathroom not was not not occurrence for me at about three in the morning um got up and was walking to the bathroom and I felt a tiny gush but I really thought I peed myself like yeah. most women say like it feels like you peed yourself and I but then when I walked into the bathroom it was like a huge gush and it all came out and you just know like it does it was like my water broke like I just started laughing and my husband woke up he's like are you okay and I was like my water just broke because with Asher, like I said, like I didn't have my water break to start labor. It wasn't until way later that it happened. So my water broke and I was like, wait, what do I do? Do I call? Like, I don't even know. Like I totally, like my brain just like went blank. So we called the midwives and they were like, are you having contractions? So I was like, no. And so they were like, okay, just call us back. You know, once the contractions pick up, once they start getting closer together, um, cause they don't want you to show up until you're like pretty much five to six minutes apart. Um, especially with your second. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just watch it. Well, like within 30 seconds of me hanging up the phone, I started to feel, um, contractions coming on and 
they were like five to 10 minutes apart, moved to about 10 to 15 minutes apart, which was so nice because with Asher, like I said, they were on top of each other and they were intense back labor pains. So these were like manageable. Like I was breathing through them. I was talking through them. So my water broke at 3.30. We didn't leave for the birth center until about like 5.15 a.m. Um, so a couple hours labored at home, um, just kind of walked around um, working through it. But the birth center, it was a 50 minute drive. And so we were like, okay, I was like, I don't want to wait until these get really intense. And then I have to sit in the car, like, cause you know, the best thing to do in labor is to keep moving and changing positions and just kind of being intuitive to your body. And I didn't want to be stuck sitting upright with really intense contractions. So we went ahead and went over there and the whole ride over, I just was like, Lord, please let me be like six centimeters dilated. Like, please let me be like right there, ready to go. Cause they won't admit you until you're like five, six centimeters dilated. Um, and so I got there and they walked me in and they checked me and I was five centimeters, praise the Lord. So, um, I got admitted immediately. Um, and that was just like, I literally was in the best mood. Like I was excited. I was so happy because I was five centimeters dilated. So I'm thinking like, oh, this is going to be fast. Like this baby's going to be out in like two, three hours. Wasn't that quick, but um, <laughs> we are at the birth center. Um, yeah. So we checked in around like 6, 15 AM. I was five centimeters, 80% of face. And that's when they were just like, okay, like you, you just do your thing. Like, we're just going to let you labor. Um, we don't want you to get in the water until much later, you know, closer to the end of labor. Um, and so our doula showed up. Um, she was the same doula as Asher's birth. So, so exciting to see her again. And um, so from there, it was a pretty positive labor experience. Like my contractions did get closer together, but I was still getting relief in between them. Um, I wasn't experiencing any back labor. Um, so it was just like, all right, like on the ball, on the bed, in the shower, walking around, like just all the things. Um, and then around... 9 a.m. They checked me again and I was six centimeters. That's when I got a little discouraged because I was like, okay, it's been like three hours and I dilated one centimeter. I was like, is this really going to be the trend for the rest of the day? Um, but they were like, you're laboring really well. We're just going to see like how it goes. So um, continue to labor. But then the back labor kicked in. I thought I was going to avoid the back labor this time, but I didn't, it came back. So that's when it started to get really hard. Um, breathing through contractions was hard. Um, they were getting really intense. I was needing a lot of counter pressure for my husband. Um, and that's when I was like, okay, I need you to check me again. Like I need to know, am I making progress or like mentally do I need to prepare for the long haul? Like with Asher, because right. that was something with Asher. I didn't get checked very much with Asher. And it was hard for me to know like, Hey, I could be right towards the end, or I could have hours left and not knowing, I think made it harder to kind of get a game face. Um, and so I asked them to check me again. Um, and that was around 1115. And she said she could stretch me to a seven, but the best part was she said, the baby's head is right there. So I'm going to let you get in the water. That was like Christmas. I mean, her saying I could get in the water was the best thing ever. Cause I wanted to get in so bad. Um, so they filled up the pool. I got in, um, yeah, at about 1120, I got in the water 
um, and just kind of hung over the side of it. And that weightless feeling from the water, it's just like, there's no, I can't even describe it. It is the best feeling ever just getting in there and just like all that pressure kind of lifts a little bit. It soothes your back muscles. Um, and so I had a couple of pretty intense contractions in the water. And then right at 1135 AM, I looked at my midwife, like my eyes widened and I looked at her and I was like, my body is about to push this baby out. Like it was the most primal, like takeover feeling I had never experienced before. I didn't even know it was a thing, but apparently it is. It's like this birthing reflex that some women experience where like your body just is like, nope, I'm going to do it now. Like you're not pushing, you're not in control. And I looked at her and right when I said, I was like, my body's going to push this baby out. She like looked at me and she's like, let's do this. But then my body like pushed down like three or four times and bam, his head was out. And then, um, she's like, okay, like his head is out. You got to push, like push twice. So I bared down then twice and he was out five minutes of pushing and the baby was born. Like could, I was in shock. I mean, like I leaned back, they put him on my chest and I looked at my husband. I was like, did that just happen? Like, cause I was so prepared for like, okay. Like, oh, you feel the urge to push. All right. Let's get into position. Let's do some practice pushing. Like all the stuff I experienced with Asher, where it was like, this long process of pushing, it was like, my body was like, nah, I got you. Like no big deal. <laughs> yeah. And, and what, like 10, 15 minutes prior to him literally being on your chest, you were maybe seven centimeters. She said yes, she could stretch maybe you seven. Yeah. <laughs> so in 20 minutes, I went from a maybe seven to baby was born. Like that's amazing. It was insane. I did not know that birth could progress that fast, but she was yeah. like, he was just in such a good position. And I totally attribute that to the chiropractic care. Um, he was in such a perfect position that once he, you know, cleared my cervix, it just was like, all right, come right out, you know? And part of that too is second baby, my yes, body knew how to do it. But like the, the craziest part was just like, my body took over. Like, yeah, I literally what did not do that initial pushing. Like my body was like, I got this. Like, yes, that's called the fetal, fetal ejection reflex. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. called. So it's yeah, literally like, it you know, you know how somebody, you know, hits your funny or hits um your reflex on like your knee and your knee kicks out. You can't control yeah. that. You can't stop that. Um, yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, you, you know, sometimes just, you just get this feeling of this urge to push and you can't control it. You can't stop it. It just happens. Yeah. That's what it was with Asher. I felt the urge to push, but like I had to push, right. like I had to like do the work. This was crazy. I mean, like it was like three or four, it almost felt like a seizing, like my body, like seized down yeah. like three different times. And then his head was out. Like it was just the coolest thing. Um, but yeah, he was born. Um, they got me out of the water and we did that golden hour where I basically just laid there. They delivered my placenta. Um, and I just held the baby. I fed him. I got food delivered to me. Um, which was so good. Um, that meal after having a baby, like food just tastes different. Like <laughs> it food is so good after you birth a human. Yeah. I've had somebody um, order like a hospital cheeseburger and they were like, Oh my God, this is the best cheeseburger I've ever had. And I was yeah. like, I promise you it's not the best cheeseburger you ever had. You just think that right now. Yep, exactly. Yes. And I had not eaten anything because I went into labor at 3am. So like, right. I did not realize how hungry I was 
um, with Asher, I kind of snacked on Chick-fil-A for like half my labor. Um, but with this baby, it was like, give me food now. And I inhaled an entire um, firehouse sub. Like, oh my gosh, it was so good. That's exactly what I had after Asher was born too. So that's kind of become my thing is a firehouse sub after I have a baby. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So how has your postpartum experience been? Yeah, it's been really good. And I really think, again, it's because it's like, I've done this before. Right. I think with your first baby, it's all so weird and new and kind of scary sometimes. Like, especially right after having the baby, you're like, I'm sorry, I have to do what? Like going to the bathroom was freaky. You know, the your first like bowel movement is this huge daunting mountain that you're like, how am I ever going to do that? But like this time around, it's like, oh, I knew like, okay, like get some stool softeners, try this, try that. Um, and I knew what products I liked from first time around. Um, and so that like overall just like was a lot better. And because my labor was not as long and I did not have to push as long, I was not as physically depleted this time around. So like I had a lot more energy right after the baby was born. Like we went home from the birth center like four hours after he was born. And I was able to walk, get in and out of, in and out of the car pretty easily. Um, whereas with Asher, like I couldn't move for like four days. Like <laughs> I was just so physically exhausted. Um, so yeah, postpartum has been pretty good. Like I, I think like my body just like knows how to heal itself. And like, I've really stayed in tune with my body. I really took seriously those first two weeks, like stay in bed. Like there is no reason that I need to be out and about walking around doing too much with Asher. I think I was a little too, um, like active right away. And I think it slowed my healing down a lot. And so this time around, I was like, no, like we're going to stay home. Like we're going to eat in, we're going to have food delivered. Um, my family, now that we're closer to them, they were over to help with Asher to play with him. Um, so that I could just lay in bed and just snuggle with the baby. And, um, so I think it just was a lot more intentional postpartum experience this time around. I mean, I'm only three weeks postpartum, but, <laughs> um, it's been so much better. Well, yeah. those, Hey, those first couple weeks are honestly normally the hardest. Cause you're just getting used to it. You're tra- so much transition, so much change, so much learning. Yeah. So, you know, you know, even those be- feeling this good at three weeks is that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. I really am so grateful, especially cause like, I'm feeling like I can kind of juggle both now. Like I put the baby to sleep and then I get in on the floor and play with my son. You right. know, it's like, like kind of got a routine. Right. Yeah. 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 I bet those first weeks of just, especially with two so close together, those first few weeks of just figuring out a routine are probably some of the hardest. Yes. I was so worried. I was like, I need to get them on the same nap schedule. Cause if I don't like, this is going to be so hard. And thankfully, like, I mean, we're still in the sleepy newborn phase for sure. But, um, my son's still taking two naps a day, which is amazing because a lot of babies around this time, like, especially around one year, drop a nap. Yeah. He is not ready to drop a nap. He needs two naps a day. So there are two opportunities every day. I can nap. I get the baby to sleep. I can clean, um, just stuff like that. So it's been pretty good. Um, but I know that 
the next couple of months might be quite challenging. So we'll see how I feel. <laughs> Is there anything different you did postpartum this time around? I know you said, obviously just like taking way more seriously, the resting, but is there anything else different that you did that you feel like really helped? Yeah. Um, I did a lot more like Epsom salt baths, like soaking that was huge. Um, and then something I didn't do initially with my first birth, I, and I guess it was, wasn't really explained to me very well, how it's much better to do ice for just 24 hours after birth, like down there. Um, and then switch to heat with Asher. I wore the padsicles for like a week. Um, but this time around the midwives at the birth center, they're like, actually, if you do ice for like the first 20 to 48 hours, then switch to a heating pad, heat promotes healing down there. And it actually is a lot better. I did that this time around. And I noticed that like just bruising pain, anything going on down there went away so much faster because I just did those padsicles the first two days. And then I switched to the heat and it was a lot better. I don't know if that, um, is like a universal thing that I just had never heard about with Asher that now I've done with James. Um, but it was a lot better. Yeah. I sure. I've truly never heard of that. Um, so yeah. that is, that's very interesting to think because honestly, I mean, even at the hospital, we tell people, you know, to just buy the padsicles to ice, ice, ice. If you're sore, yeah. if you're tender down there, ice. So I truly yeah. have never, um, so yeah. I don't, I don't know, maybe it's just me and you who don't know this. Maybe other people do, yeah, but right. I'm exactly. with you. So, um, I did yeah. not know that that's very interesting. And that's really good to know to maybe try some ice for just those first 24 to 48 hours and switch over to heat. Yeah. Yeah. They were saying that because it's so warm down there and in general, like for a postpartum mom, any kind of hot beverages, anything to keep your body temperature up because you lost so much blood. Right. Um, all that kind of stuff that heat is just really good. I mean, that's why it feels good. Like when we're on our periods and stuff, like a heating right. pad heat feels so good. Yeah. It's just really good to promote like skin healing and all of that tissue healing. Um, so yeah, that's what I did this time. And it was a lot better. I think overall, I also the same as my last pregnancy, um, postpartum, I had my placenta encapsulated Oh yeah, and I, truly believe it's the reason why like I did not struggle with baby blues um anytime I have felt like just like emotionally like getting lower and how like you kind of get into those scary thought moments and it gets really dark in your head I take my some of my placenta pills and within 20 minutes I feel joyful and happy again like and that was the same with Asher um it was just like this huge hormonal boost every time um, and that was like huge. Cause I definitely like outside of pregnancy, like I struggle with anxiety, I struggle with like heavy emotions and fear. And I really totally attribute it to those pills that like, that's why I haven't dipped super low, um, after having James this time around. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I definitely plan yeah. on encapsulating my placenta. I know there's yeah. people have different opinions. People think it's gross and it's really? weird and it doesn't do anything and there's no science behind it, but you know, I just don't think that they, there's anybody, you know, if you're going to research something, there has to be money invested into that research. And I don't think there's anybody doing that. And that's why there's no scientific research because I've heard amazing things. Just like you said, if you listen to testimonies, I think it's kind of also like no harm, no foul. You know, you're not going to you get exactly. hurt by encapsulating your placenta. So why yeah. not try it? That's kind of my standpoint on it. Yeah. And I told my husband, I was like, even if it is like a placebo thing, it, it works. It works. 
Like literally, like even if it, it really is doing nothing at all, it's making me think that it is. And it's way better than me, like, you know, diving head first into postpartum yeah. depression. Like totally. if this is what's keeping me like feeling afloat and feeling joyful and not like just sinking into myself, then by all means, like just do it. Like right. and it's when it's in a capsule, like it doesn't smell weird. It's not, no. it doesn't look like anything. Like it's just a supplement. I take it with my postnatal vitamin. Like you know, it's no big deal. Just pop it in, swallow it, like whatever. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Blair, thank you for sharing your second birth story with us and yeah. where can listeners find you and connect with you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm not really on any other social platform, um, just Instagram. So you can find me at miss Blair Belair. Um, and yeah, I'd love for you to follow me, connect, reach out. Yes. And I will link that in the show notes for this podcast and Blair, hopefully we have you back on, you know, maybe a third, fourth. I don't know how many you're planning, but I know you all want a bigger family. So yes, we'll see in a little, it'll be, it'll be a little while this time. I don't know. We'll see. You never know. Apparently. Oh, yep. I'm done. Are you saying bye? He says (laughs) bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of What The Bump. Make sure to follow us over on Instagram at WhatTheBumpCLT. Check out our website, WhatTheBumpCLT.com. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you are listening on. And tune in every Monday at 9 a.m. for a new episode. Remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only. I will see you next week in the next episode.